And so now I have an appointment booked with my therapist to discuss why I would like to go back in time and have Dr. Phil plan my bachelorette party. <laughs> what? In God's name. What? It's not my fault. It's just the way my brain is working currently. <laughs> Welcome to Paranormal. We need to dig into this, though, for one, for a tick. Um, yeah. Sorry, Dr. Phil, to plan your bachelorette. Listen, he's wild. Guaranteed. Wild. In- Out the gate. For sure. A hundred percent. He has to keep it together all the time. So you think that he'd be a fucking, like, he'd... Party animal off that set. hundred <laughs> percent. Okay, guys. Well, we've got a fucking show for you. We've got cheese turkey with us aka alicia fucking gallagher is here i will hamilton ontario fame um (laughs) i'm not working right now i'm in control (laughs) welcome to the show alicia (laughs) thank you very much for having me i'm already super regretting but it's okay. It's fine. Um, so we've been wanting Alicia on this show for three probably, years. Yeah, three I've years. I've been asking yes, Alicia Marie's to come wanted, on the show for three years. On the show for three years. Um, and I tried to get you on a couple times, but it just didn't line up. I always like was like, oh shit, I was supposed to call Alicia and get her over here. And now, thanks, you know, thanks to COVID and lack of employment, you guys are my best option to hang out with on a yeah, uh, exactly uh, tonight. So yeah, well, mm-hmm. glad, glad to be on. Mm-hmm. So Welcome. Good, so good that this pandemic has brought us all together yes for this yes. magical episode if, yes. if, if only it's brought people together if it's done nothing else if it's done nothing else it's brought people than, together you know or, it goes one of two ways ruining lives yeah and bringing those together i love it who precisely are fantastic so um alicia has quite a few stories to share from her own home yeah. Town home as uh-huh. well. Home, the home she the lived home in. She lived in, in her, her hometown, hometown yeah. which is Hamilton. <laughs> actually, in a, not far from your neighborhood. Yes, actually. correct. Yeah. In the Rosedale area. A, st- oh, a stone's nice. throw. If, a if stone's, if stone's, stone's throw. throw away. Away. Swing a dead cat and hit it. <laughs> Are you my old grandmother from Ireland? Because that's the only other person. What is in this beer that you've given me? <laughs> So yeah, we got some 8.5s over here. Arts, ladies and gentlemen, our hometown brewery. Uh, uh, yeah, my... It is the Hometown Haunt You know episode, what, I'm not saying the so... brewery's name until they sponsor us. Yeah, that's okay. fair. Okay. Hometown Haunt episodes deserve hometown <laughs> beers and hometown <laughs> stories, and that's what we're bringing you tonight. So, Alicia. Alicia. Uh, ladies. You... <laughs> You have entered the floor now. I have. It's okay, so it's, uh, mm-hmm. it's, it's, now, it's now me. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah it's so, all you. Growing up in Hamilton, um, it's not sort of any sort of entertainment, obviously, but mm-hmm. uh, my, my parents, uh, both both boomers, um, were able to, <laughs> to, purchase, to purchase my childhood home for the princely sum of $60,000 or yeah, something. It's going to be like, like $20. That. Yeah. <laughs> The princely, <laughs> the, princely, sum. the princely sum of $60,000 um, oh the year before I was born and uh, lived up there up until, I'd say, I guess it was three years ago, this yes. September that they yep. moved. Yeah. Yep. Um, so the tiny little neighborhood, Rosedale, not, uh, if you're familiar with Toronto, it's not as rich as that, um, but a uh, nice little neighborhood in Rosedale, Hamilton. 
And um, from a very young age, actually, I started experiencing some some weird stuff that I obviously didn't put two and two together until later on. Um, my mom would say that I would wake up on the floor screaming, um, having night terrors continuously. Mm-hmm. Um, so the way that my, my house was set up, A-frame home, my brother and I were on the second floor, my bedroom faced out onto the front, Rosedale Park. And uh, his was just across the hall. And I remember as a child, my bureau on the one side of the wall, uh, a red dot would come up. And one of my very first memories, actually, is seeing this this red dot come up and, and float around my room. And Weird. I re- yeah, and I re- was it like a laser pointer, mm-hmm. like a cat laser pointer. I wouldn't put it past my mother, but <laughs> okay, uh, okay. hiding in the corner trying to freak out her four year old daughter. <laughs> but I mean, uh, even for her, that's a little much. I feel. Depends on how much wine she had. had. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, that is fair. That is fair. <laughs> but uh, yeah, very young age. I, I remember that. I remember that, and uh, I remember telling my mother and uh, her brushing it off. And then, oh, you're fine. You're fine. She she was always a very emotionally available individual to talk to. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but fast forward um, a few years, and I, I got really scared of the dark because of this instance that was happening. And so I'd sleep with my door open and um, I would have the, the hallway light on. And so as many houses that were built in the, the 40s and 50s, it was wooden, very creaky. It's yeah. Like, yep. When you got to be about 18, you're trying to sneak out. You knew where the, the creaky yeah, yeah, stairs yeah, yeah, were, where the yeah. type thing. Um, so my bed was facing. <laughs> I never did get it down, though. They always yeah, heard me. When I was trying to they always heard me. Um, but... Uh, so I, re- I remember I was, I was awake and I was, I was still quite young. I was about five, five or six years old. And I heard something run full tilt no. up the stairs. And I didn't, I, 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 can, I can hear it in my head to this day. Mm. And then I didn't see anything at the top. And in my adolescent brain, I was like, oh, it must be a mouse because I can't see it. Sure. Like I remember, sure. okay. I remember trying to rationalize yeah. it in that yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, Oh, I'm getting goosebumps even talking Ooh. about this. It's been a while. Oh, dear. Um, so... Things started happening like um, uh, to the point where I was I was basically inside like an insomniac. I couldn't sleep. I was I was cons- like constantly terrified. My parents actually sent me to a psychiatrist at one point. Wow. Shit. Uh, because of it, um, at one point I was hearing scratching on the ceiling of my of my bedroom, and I was telling my mom, and she's like, "No, it's not happening." Turns out there was a family of squirrels living in the attic. So with laser pointers, it was yeah, with laser pointers apparently. <laughs> with laser with pointers. pointers. <laughs> Those bastards all these years, man. Um, so, I mean, that was the paranormal. Yeah. Terrifying. Terrifying. That wasn't paranormal, but I think it just solidified in my parents' minds that I was, you know, insane. Um, and <laughs> it's just squirrels, Alicia. It's fine. Don't worry. Um, so, a lot of nothing really happened for a while. And then um, uh, when I was dating my first boyfriend, Josh, who we all know, um, I was I was sleeping in my room. Oh, I was I was on the I was on the on the phone uh, with him it was about 2 o'clock in the morning and at this point I could sleep with the lights off and the door closed because yeah. you know I grew up Yeah, I'm still terrified of the dark don't get me wrong yeah, 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 yeah. Same. terrified yeah and uh, I was on my my pink flip phone Motorola Razor had that one had love it, it. Had it yeah, had I it, found yeah. actually Danny Sabota found it on the beach in Wasaga and sold it to me for 50 bucks wow the only ringtone was oh jam- my god I <laughs> thought you meant he like resold you your phone no uh, like, no no like no, you no. were so <laughs> drunk that he was like I found this flip phone and you were like oh my god I just lost mine <laughs> and then it was, it was, it was back. 
<laughs> it you was said, a saga. Oh my god, I thought you were gonna be like, I lost mine on that trip. <laughs> it is with saga, so you never know. You yeah, never know. True. <laughs> so I was on the phone with him. Um my uh, my bed is on the wall that has the window, everything, mm-hmm. like blinds are shut, whatever. And all of a sudden I'm on the phone, all of a sudden the, the temperature of the room like drops, drops. like a, oh, like a god. snap. And then it was a pressure on my chest and my stomach as if something or like lied right down on top of me. Mm-hmm. Oof. And I'm on the phone and this is why I'm like, I've, t- I've tried like, telling my parents this. I said, I-, I have a witness. I was on the phone to, yes. to Josh. Yeah. Right? And I said, Josh, I think there's something in my room. And he said, what are you talking about? And then all of a sudden a shadow went across my far wall no. and all of the floor- floorboards, because it's an old house, no. creaked in succession. Oh my God. The, with whatever, whatever the entity was yeah so i lost my fucking mind oh my of course obviously and i said josh there's something in my room he's like what am i there's fucking something in my room like, and they took off down the stairs mm-hmm. so I par- my parents room on the main yeah. floor and so i burst in and i'm crying 17 year old just losing my mind my mom laughs again very emotionally receptive <laughs> individual a very warm warm woman god rest your soul god rest, god rest your soul hopefully you've now encountered all the ghosts that haunted me and, oh and you know i'm right but you're they're all up there laughing at me right now yeah. she's like hey remember when i she's did like, that to alicia that you you heard the laser yeah, point oh my god <laughs> off you want a beer <laughs> Glass of wine, yeah. Glass of wine, glass of wine, of wine with, um, with Catherine. So I'm sitting in the kitchen and uh, and I'm 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 trembling, I'm shaking, I'm shaking. And uh, so my dad comes up and gives me a water because my mother is still laughing at me. And so he goes upstairs and he said, "There's nothing up there." I said, well, "Obviously not." And, I, and I'm like, "Well, I'm not going back up there." Yeah, no. And yeah, so yeah. I mean, my room it was like a, it's 50 something. So there's no master bedroom or whatever, but it yeah, was yeah. the biggest room and it was. Looked over the park and all that, and so I yep. ended, I ended up trading rooms with That's my parents. What I would have done, 100%. yeah, hundred percent. My room, my room, like it's, it's it was Regina no, George yeah. that shit. No. Yeah, big room I'm having you invented the Regina George move. No, because Regina George got the bigger room. I got a That's closet so off of the true. off of the front That's foyer. True. So switched up, and I didn't go upstairs for years, mm. for years. Um, and like that, which is where the linens were for like having like a, a shower. So I'm like, Mom, can you go get me a towel? Oh <laughs> and she's my like, God. I'm not getting you a towel. I was standing there laughing at me. Um, so uh, nothing had happened for a while, and then um, fast forward a year, new boyfriend, uh, new bedroom. And, um, it was about two o'clock in the morning. Uh, everything's always seemed to happen around two. I know what the dead hour is what, like three or something like yeah, that. Yeah, something like that. But for whatever reason, it was always around two for me. Um, but, uh, I was, I was in my bedroom. Aiden was sitting on the couch and, uh, the door was in the frame, but like not clicked in the lock. Like, you know how it's like, it's closed, but it's like, it's not fully closed type thing. And because, as I said before, my house was kind of old and you could hear where everyone was, my parents' bedroom was right above my bedroom, my new bedroom at least, and so I would have heard that they would get up. Mm -hmm. So all of a sudden, I hear two sharp raps like that on the door. And so Aiden looked up at me and I looked over at him and I said, what? Like thinking Mm -hmm. it was my mom at the door. Right, of course. Because that's what she would do. She would come down and make sure that we weren't having sex or whatever. And, uh, <laughs> at least she knocked, <laughs> yeah, um, but, uh, or didn't in this case. Um, but, uh, and then nothing answered. And then, um, I looked at Aiden and I said, come in and the door, I shit you not blew open by a foot and stopped dead. Like, and, and Oh, like somebody like opened it and held onto the door handle. Like it, it didn't. Oh yeah. my God. 
I could call it. I'm getting I keep getting goosebumps because I haven't, ew, ew, I haven't ew, ew. told these stories in a while. Yeah. Like you can message Aiden. He was there. He sat in the room for this. And uh, oh my god. So I lost my mind and then yeah. started like hyperventilating and uh, Aiden calmed me down and whatever. And uh, so I told my mom the next day. And <laughs> she laughed uh, obviously. Uh, <laughs> But uh, yeah, what's she gonna do? Move? Like yeah. she's like, yeah, she's like, fuck this. She's already yeah. said she's. Already this is my retirement, me. bitch. Yeah, she, she, she already <laughs> sent me to a psychiatrist one. She's not doing it again. Yeah, uh, she's like, you can deal with it on your own at this point. Just <laughs> just have some wine. Um, and so I was, uh, I was planning to move to St. Catharines University with with yep yep with our friends and uh, in a couple of weeks. And so um, <clears throat> a week or so later I woke up in the middle of the night and I had to pee um and of course it's around two o'clock right yep, yep. so Naturally. I'm like shit mm-hmm. I don't I don't want to get up thankfully um <laughs> I'm like what's I know what happens at two o'clock <laughs> yeah it's never good what's the worst yeah, that could yeah. happen if I just yeah. stay in my bed mm-hmm. um so <laughs> I piss myself <laughs> yeah big whoop big whoop <laughs> The way so the way that my house uh, my parents' house was set up so um, there's a little foyer uh, the bathroom and my bedroom and then the steps leading out of the house were off this foyer and then there was the kitchen and everything was arches so you could see through the entire house so there was a the kitchen spanned two rooms and then beside it was the dining room and then the back TV room so from where like if I'm standing in my um, my bedroom door I could look all the way back into the back of the house okay. so. I get up and I'm like, shit, whatever. Sorry. I, I scoot into the bathroom. I do my business. And then, um, I get out and I heard like movement on our back leather couches. And so just for peace of mind, like, cause we had a dog, we had two cats. I'm like, I'm just mm-hmm. going to go. Sometimes mom would go, come and like sleep down on the couch if she couldn't sleep. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm just going to go check to see what, what's going on. So I walked down. So the kitchen span, the two, like the dining room and the, and the, um, the TV room. And so I walked down the length of the kitchen. I poke my head in. And nothing was there. And then I heard three footsteps come up behind me in the kitchen. Thank you. It's like I'm. I tell these. I tell these stories to people, and I always preface it by saying, "You don't have to believe me." Oh my god. Yeah. But I'm in good company right now. Yes. Yes. Um. So I heard these three footsteps come up behind me, and I looked around, and there's nothing there. Mm -hmm. So I booked Mm -hmm. it back to my bedroom yes. and then it was four rush footsteps behind Ew. me no yeah no. yeah, yeah. I'm like no. I'm getting Ew. real creeped out this is spooky no. so, um, so I slammed my door thank god I was on the first floor because I broke through my screen window and left the house oh I my left god. no I left I left the house I broke my screen window and left where'd you go I called Aiden okay and I said you need to come pick me up in your 1970s Volvo and yes. sit with me while I cry until the sun comes up because I can't be in my house right yes. now so shit would have done the same thing yeah. but I didn't have a boyfriend in high school <laughs> <laughs> no I'm kidding I had exactly two <laughs> So the, the best part is, is throughout this entire time, like throughout my entire life of me telling these stories to my mother, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, my father would just be like, yeah, okay, that's fine. My, my mom would, you know, we'll laugh. laugh yeah. yeah, she'd laugh. Yeah. Well, she had a lovely sense of humor. Um, <laughs> but, uh, so when I, uh, well, Nick, you've, you've met oh, her. Oh yeah. yeah no, you know my she's mom. She's great. Yeah. She, yeah, she was something else. Um, so when I, I moved out a week later to go to St. Catharines, I went to Brock University and it wasn't until years later that my mother told me when I last left no. the house that she put salt across the doorway. Oh. So just, she did believe you to a point. She must have. Well, I think she just found more entertainment making fun of me for everything. Yeah, that's um, fair. For sure. So yeah, that was, uh, 
that was uh, the the story of me. Oh, did the life. activity stop after she put salt across the doorway? Uh, well, I, I was living in St. Catharines and I like bounced back to home yeah, and yeah. all that. And, and then I, nothing nothing happened for a while until. So mm-hmm. I moved back. I forget when after Halifax or Ireland or whatever. Long story short, I was back living on the second floor of my parents' house. Yes. And um, I was lying in my, <laughs> I was lying in my bed and decided to, you know, rewatch Dawson's Creek because it just came Why on Netflix, yeah. right? Yes. So I was like... It was the prom episode of the first the first season or whatever. I remember it vividly. So I'm lying on my side. I have my laptop on the chair. My parents are still in the same bedroom that I traded them with, so we're on the we're on the same floor at this point. And all of a sudden, it's as if two arms came around me. No, Ooh. not again. And, not again. And squeeze like squeeze my Holy chest and arms shit. to the point I couldn't breathe. No. And it was about ten seconds. Oh my god. And. Um, and I'm and my eyes are still open and I'm st- still watching Pacey on on the goddamn oh God. laptop, and I'm like I'm in shock. Like I it's not even it's not sleep paralysis. You're awake. No, I was I was completely yes. I was completely yes. lucid. Yeah. And uh, because that's what my so anyway so all of a sudden it snapped off and mm-hmm. I start screaming like mom dad mom dad so they come flying in. <laughs> Yeah. Guess what my mom did? Laugh. She fucking laughed. At me. <laughs> and my dad is saying, "You must know it must be a bad dream, hun." And I'm like, "No, no. fucking Dawson's Creek." And he's yeah. like, "Watch your language." I'm like, "No, I'm still watching oh Dawson's god. Creek right now." Oh my god. So that was that was the uh, they ended up selling the house about a year later, but that was the uh, Jesus. That was that recent day. Eh? Yeah, yeah. It was up until four years ago. Wow. Then. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So uh, have you? heard anything from the current owners well funny enough it is um my friend nicole Boston's cousin okay now lives there haven't heard anything unfortunately 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 just a little bit of peace of mind that i'm not the only oh, yeah that would be oh nice gosh. but after the, after things really started happening when i was when i was 17 with the knocking on the door and that i guess my parent and my dad went to our neighbor our neighbors uh bobby and parker uh, <laughs> a lovely um friend couple that uh, that lived in the, the house next door to Angels. us just, just the absolute dolls. He would, he would, mm-hmm. he would snowblow everyone's driveways. Like Aww, everyone. The yeah. best. Parker, what a guy. Um, but asked if anyone had died in the house. Like my dad's like, okay, something must be going on. Like to the point, they never told me that they believe me or that yes. they, but they, uh, yes. they, they didn't want to freak you out more than they had to yeah. probably. Yeah. That, yeah. There were things that they didn't. And well, like they bought it from an old Portuguese couple. I mean, to the point where mm-hmm. we had like, we had a second kitchen in our basement. So. Yes. Yeah. Bitch. You know, yeah. You know <laughs> proper, proper. Right. Mm-hmm. But yeah, my dad asked Parker if uh, anyone had died there or anything like that, but nothing happened. But I mean, it doesn't You never know. It doesn't necessarily, I mean, what spirits or or those sort of things, it's not necessarily attached to a household or to a property. I mean, could be attached to you. It can. Could be. Lucky me. Lucky you. Longest relationship I've ever had. Thank you very much, guys. A a beautiful, beautiful partnership. I'm expecting a ring anytime, guys. It's been that long. So, yeah, that's, uh, that was my, uh, my childhood, childhood haunting of Erin Hill Avenue. Yeah. Wow. Love it. Wow. Those were good ones. That reminded me of a, I mean, of a really, scary. Yeah. But good for us. It reminded me of a story that my old boss had that I've never told on this podcast, but I might as well just tell it now. Do it. Um, her sister's house was haunted, mm-hmm. and my old boss was she was also a boomer. So this is back when <laughs> I love that like, we have to uh, we have to say she that she was then. also a boomer. Preface everything. So a boomer. A boomer. <laughs> a boomer. So this goes back to when like 
remember when like the first blackberries came out yeah and you could have video on them but even i didn't know how to access youtube on that thing like no. i don't know uh. the keys were so small i couldn't have yeah it out. so yeah. she had left yes. her blackberry in the bedroom she went to have a shower and when she came back there was a youtube video playing on it like at full blast and she's like marie I would never have been able to get this on the phone. The kids are not old enough to know how to do this. Like, couldn't figure it out. The daughter had, like, she would, she would have a conversation with you and then look over your shoulder like the girl in haunting of Bly manor oh my god look over your shoulder and she, as if she you saw could tell something. she was looking at something and then um she one time was like you know when you're a kid and you'll put on like a play or a dance yes, for your yes, mom and yes, company yes. she was doing oh, that god. and then stopped in the middle of it and then went I, I don't want to finish this. I don't like the company that's here right now. Stop. And it. turned around and walked away. Oh. Um, so eventually, they got a medium to come in. Uh-huh. Two mediums. Both of them worked together. They came in. They were like, yes, there's a, there's a man... Um, and there's two children that live in here. Oh they tried to get rid of the man. The two children would not leave. They weren't going to go anywhere. And she's like, they're not doing anything anyway. They're not hurting anybody. They're fine. Like, yeah. they don't want to go. They don't know where to go. Probably. Right. Oh, so then. Those orphans. Yeah. Oh. So then. Oh, dear. My there's boss's. A so then. My <laughs> boss's daughter knew the girl who lived in that house before her aunt bought it. Stop it. So she went to school with this girl. She went to high school with this girl who used to live in this house. Okay. This girl's parents sold the house and her, this, my boss's sister bought the house. Right. So they're like grown up in college at this point when all of this stuff is going on. Uh, so my boss's daughter finds the girl on Facebook. They were not friends in any sense of the word. Mm-hmm. Messages her. How are you doing? How have you been? Whatever cordial conversation and then my boss's daughter says I need to ask you a question my aunt bought your old house Mm -hmm. has anything weird ever happened to you in that house and the girl like read the message and didn't respond for hours and then finally responded and was like (laughs) oh my god oh my god embracing myself she was like I don't want to talk about it and oh. I would appreciate it if you never brought it up to me again. Oh, wow. Oh, what? that's even scarier. And so we have no idea. And that's that's literally the end of the story. Is it? Is the house in... Is it? It's in Hamilton. I don't know. I feel like it was near Upper Gage, but I don't know. Ooh, I wonder if it's... No, it was Upper Gage area, but I had another listener who like was a lot of on Upper Ottawa who had yeah. a very haunted house on Upper Ottawa. Because I do. I, like, I can do research for the history of Yes, I know. I want to get that. into that, actually, with you, you on the you. episode. I, guess, I got you, yeah. Um, yeah so you, you did... You did a lot of like, what was it that you were doing? I know you worked with a lot of historic homes, but what was it exactly that you were doing? So I, uh, I went, I went to school, uh, Brock initially, I went for a general history degree. I always had a passion for local history, sort of, um, like colonization of, uh, Canada mm-hmm, colonization, mm-hmm. horrible. Yes. Um, but mm-hmm. the settlers coming over and then, um, that time and era, um, I reenacted at the battle of Stony Creek for, mm-hmm. 20, 25 years. Mm-hmm. Still got the dress and straw bonnet nice. at my house. Nice. I, mean, I, put, I put the whole kit on for Eric. You did, why didn't nice. you wear it tonight? Yeah. That's, How uh, dare you? Next time. If you pay, <laughs> How dare you? If you pay me. You, you know what? Me. You play your card. Patreon exclusive content. <laughs> Alicia in her fucking bonnet. 1812 bonnet. Hey, hey, pay more. I'll do a strip tease in it. Like, it's fine. There you go. I'll, there you go, people. All the way down to my bloomers. Like, oh, it'll be great. Shit. <laughs>
so I, I got I got really into uh, to local history, and so I ended up uh, going to um, this this college for um, restoration architecture. So awesome, specifically That's super cool. It was specifically geared towards restoration, preservation, adaptive reuse of, of historic buildings. Mm-hmm. So it was both on like a, a like a theoretical aspect that we were we were learning. So we're learning about cultural landscapes yep. and yep. and how the environment uh, plays into the heritage aspect and and significance of it. But then also I'd be in the the barn hand planting wood or chiseling stone or slaking mm-hmm. my own lime, which was crazy. But mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. so I ended up getting into restoration and so lately uh well it was about a couple weeks ago i was working out in st Catharines um on the oldest house in st Catharines called the um john brown ha- uh, homestead from 1796 whoa real old, real old boy um wow. nothing creepy happened there unfortunately um <laughs> mind you um i was mostly i'd, I'd be out in the dairy listening to murder podcasts by myself nice. actually very good restoring these old Sounds windows like me yeah, yeah it was, <laughs> i didn't have to talk to anyone i was restoring it's still windows i, I restore windows specifically mm-hmm. is where what mm-hmm. i what i like to do um but when i was out in school uh we would, we would go to all these outlying counties and areas in in ontario and uh the one that sticks out to me the most that still creeps me out to this day we went out to Shakespeare, Ontario. So it's just mm-hmm. just outside of Stratford. Appropriate, obviously. Of course. Appropriate, yeah. And so back in the, uh, I believe it was like the 18th century or whatever, the um, federal government of Canada was uh, putting money into these rural areas, especially in Upper Canada or Ontario or whatever, yeah. um, to build inns and hotels and pubs and places for people to be able to congregate so that they'll move out there and populate these very sparsely rural areas. Gotcha. So this, uh, they were called Upper Canada Houses. And so we went to go see this one because one of my uh, classmates was restoring this um, plaster painting above a mural, uh, above a, I'm sorry, mantle of Niagara Falls. Like and it was it was from the 1800s, so it still wow. it still wasn't a full horseshoe. It hadn't eroded a lot. Of wow! That kind of so super old. Cool. So we're going up, and um, I was one of the youngest in this class. There was only about seven of us in this class. It was very very tight knit, mm-hmm. um, very tight knit school. And uh, so I'm, you know, the younger one, chain smoking outside of the the 1800s house type thing. And like, okay, we're gonna go inside. And so I walk in. Classmate Ashley is behind me. The minute I crash the threshold of the back of the, the the house, like the door, instant like cold sweat. Oh boy! And it's like that flight or fight, right? Yeah. And so I stopped, and Ashley's like, "What are you doing?" And I said, "I don't, I don't like this house. I don't like this house. I don't like this house." She said, "Stop, stop being dramatic. Stop being dramatic." Yeah. At least she wasn't laughing at me like mom, but it's fine. <laughs> She's like, "Stop being dramatic." Right. So we're walking through and. Most instances that's happened with me, at least uh, when I perceive something to be of a paranormal nature, it's almost like the, like right, right where your sternum is. Yep. And it's like, it's that, it feels like a dropping feeling like when you're on a, a roller, roller coaster. coaster. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so that exact sort of uneasiness. And so I was walking around with my hand across my chest, walking through this house and like, and there was nothing in it at this point because they were, they were going to properly restore it and walking through and it just eating eating more and more away at me oh my and God. i said i'm like more and more uneasy so they're like let's go upstairs said, no okay. i really don't want to so we go upstairs and the stairs it's not like it doesn't have open spindles or whatever it's walls on either side so it's an enclosed oh staircase. no i don't like it oh, I'm getting, oh I'm, no you guys, are getting, you guys are giving me goosebumps telling these stories <laughs> um, 
But no, no one ever asked me to tell these stories, so it's been a while. I want them all the time. Um, so I'm walking up the stairs, and uh, there's a window at the top, and to the right, it's this long, narrow room, and there's a bassinet at the end, and I poke my head in, and it was like, honestly, it's like something punched me in the face or something, and I'm like, I gotta mm-hmm. go. And I, I don't, I think I touched three stairs when I was going down the stairs. Oh my god! And she I, just like, laughed. Just, yeah, just, 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 just swando. Just yeah. all the way. Swando yeah. down the stairs. Swando. Um, oh and god. then I was, I was standing out back, and the director of my school, Julian Smith, amazingly intelligent individual, mm-hmm. um, comes out and he said, "Alicia, what are you doing?" I said. I don't like the house as I'm on my third cigarette in mm-hmm. two minutes. Mm-hmm. And he said, yep. And then just turn around and walk back in. Oh my so, God. Yeah. It was, uh, that one, that one, that one sticks out to me at least for, um, a, very, a very like sort of visceral feeling. Yeah. Visceral yes. feeling. It's the, that's the, that's the most intense one that I've ever had. Wow. Was there. Yeah. That's awesome. Knocking on my door. Nah, doesn't do it for me. Oh but God. like apparently Shakespeare, Ontario, the upper Canada house. Yeah. Absolutely terrifying. Wow. But I mean, oh. so much history there. It just makes sense. Yeah. It would be something. The layers. Something. The layers. Yeah. 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 The energy probably just took over for you. Probably like a lot it, of death and a lot well, of violence. Yeah, the 1800s. Yes. You can yes. only imagine the atrocities yes. that were going on in Oof. that area, right? Yeah, like, for sure. Exactly. For so sure. Yeah, that was that was a oh that not 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 my hometown, but Ontario. Jeez. Close enough. Yeah, no, home province. Home yeah, home you're good. Yeah, totally fine. So, yeah, that yeah. was uh, that was an interesting. Oh one. God. Wow. Well, Alicia, mm-hmm. those were some fucking events Heart right hitters. there. Yeah, yeah. hard hitters. Yeah. Thank you no for problem. sharing, sharing and hopefully you sleep tonight after sharing those stories. I'm gonna drink more beer. That's a good idea. Good for and you. Then eat yes. some Indian food. Do it. And probably yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna put on some Bob's Burgers or cartoons to make. Yeah, that's what right you gotta idea. do. That's all yeah. you can do. Thank you for having me and uh, uh, listening to my stories and you know believing actually. Oh God. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm, I mean, I feel like those are just like. As much as you could be exaggerating, there's no way that you just made any of that up. Yeah, no, I know. I'm, a, I'm dramatic, like, you know, you don't Yeah, you guys she's know. a very dramatic person. <laughs> However, it's only dramatics of the truth. Yeah, right. exactly. So I, That ghost did knock on my door, I swear I to believe, God. Yeah, I, I will call you. Aiden, actually. I, no, I don't, don't even need to call Aiden. No, I don't need to. I don't need to. You don't need to call Aiden. It's fine. It's definitely okay. So, um, will you please join us now as I tell a story from one of our Patreons? I'd love to. And uh, you can give us your... I have not read this yet. Marie, Me either. Have, okay, no. so no, well, all of us will have an authentic reaction to this. We're coming, coming this. in fresh. Yeah, we're coming in fresh. So, this is from Madison Amerson. Um, Hi, thanks, Madison. Madison, for your story and for your patronage mm-hmm. and for um, listening to our podcast. Yeah, definitely. So shout out Madison. Woo, mm-hmm. Madison. Um, so she writes, hey guys, this story is my own personal experience. So when I was seven, when my family moved into an old house that was located in small town in upper state of South Carolina near Greenville County... My mom researched the house and the only information she was able to find was that it was built in 1928 and was a church parsonage from a, for a preacher and his family. We lived there for five years before moving again, but I will never forget what my twin sister and I experienced in that house. My dog would randomly bark at the walls and corners during the day and night. One night he was doing this. There was a shadow of what looked like 
to be a side profile of a person's head. It was quickly passing a few times on the wall and then stopped when I kept staring. No. No, no, no. I was shocked but thought maybe there was a reasonable explanation for this, as we all do and hope you're trying, to, make, not yeah, me. You're trying to you're trying to understand right? immediately would have been like bite <laughs> bite yeah my mind had changed after what my sister told me she saw in our room that night she said she w- woke up to the sound of footsteps she saw a full shadow figure that walked from one side of the room to the other before disappearing oh the figure had a hood and was dark colored The house also had a basement, and one night my mom heard banging noises coming from the basement while my dog was barking at the floor above the basement. Whenever there's a dog barking, you know something's up. Yeah, something's weird. My brother walked down to the basement with his gun because we thought it was someone trying to rob us. He saw no one down there, but the light in the basement was on. We then called the cops who searched our basement. When they got there, the light was off, which my brother didn't even touch, and reported back to us that they found nor saw anyone or anything. But all of those experiences don't compare to what I saw this one day. It was during the summer. My parents and brother were at work and left my older sister to babysit my twin sister and I. We had just finished cleaning and were watching TV in the living room with my dog sleeping on the couch beside me. Keep in mind that we were the only people home. I sat up to reposition myself on the couch and I could see the end of the hallway where my room and kitchen were located across from one another. I was only looking for a split second when I saw a little girl walk out of my room and into the kitchen. Nope, nope, nope. All I saw was her side profile, but she looked to be about age eight and was barefooted. She was wearing a white dress with long sleeves that stopped at her elbows and the length of her dress ended at her knees. She had blonde medium length hair. I was so shocked and I looked at my sisters, but they didn't seem to notice. I thought the little girl snuck into the house through the back porch door where our laundry room was, so I ran down the hall to make sure nothing in my room had moved or been taken. Everything was how I left it, from what I remembered. I went straight for the kitchen next and saw no one there. I thought maybe she exited through the back porch door, but that door that connects to the back porch makes a loud squeak sound that everyone can hear throughout the house unless you open it slowly. I say this because had she opened the door, we would have all heard it from the living room. Of course. Squeaks in the house, man. Like, you yeah. Gotta, yeah, if you hear a squeak, like that's... I entered into the back porch, but it was shocked that no one was there. There is a door that you can exit that will lead to the backyard. I checked through the window to see if the girl was in our backyard, but was met with nothing. I walked back to the living room and sat with my sisters who were still watching TV and they didn't know what I saw. I kept quiet about this until we moved. We left that town to move to a new house in a town next to this one. That incident happened when I was 10, and fast forward two years later, I'm 18, and we went, oh, they must have moved, they must have moved when she was 16. Oh, okay. So it happened when she was 10, fast forward two years later, she's 18, and they went out to eat at a Mexican restaurant in the new town they live in. I finished my food early, so I decided to go meet my folks back home. As I pulled out of the parking lot, I thought, how about... I go visit my old home that was nearby. Why? And I, I decided to stop by and introduce myself to the new owners. So like that's oh. opening, a, that's reopening a wound right yeah, there. I'm like, afraid. Yeah. She said, I know it was weird doing that, but I wanted to see my old home where, where I had good memories and some freaky ones. <laughs> okay, fine, fine. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I pulled up to the house and knocked on the door. A man answered and I introduced myself. 
I said something along the lines of, hi, I'm Madison, and I know this is weird, but I used to live here. And then before I could finish, he quickly cut me off and asked, can I ask you something? When you lived here, did you ever experience any paranormal stuff? Oh, Oh, my God. I was so shocked. I said yes, and he opened the door and let me inside. No. His wife and kids were there, and we talked about what we experienced in the house. The man said that him and his daughter were sleeping in his daughter's room, and he said a force lifted his daughter up a few feet above the bed. Shut up. The man even said that he could hear someone calling his name out some nights, telling him that dinner was ready. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. At first, he thought it was his wife, but then he went asking her what she was talking about, and he found his wife asleep in her bed. No. I had no dinner. Like, I'd be so yeah. disappointed. I'm like, if someone's calling you for dinner. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he said he even felt a hand touch his back one late night when he was making his food in the kitchen while the rest of the family was asleep. They're like, oh, dinner's already ready. Yeah, something no. about this. Oh, that, I don't like it. Something about the kitchen. And she said earlier that, like, the, yeah, the it was girl through the kitchen, yeah. the little something girl. Something about yeah. the kitchen. Oh, goodness. I told them about the little girl I saw, and the husband and wife exchanged glances at one another. Oh, no. They then proceeded to tell me they had met a woman who had come to sage the home when she finished cleansing the house she stated that the room their daughter stays in has a little girl and an evil entity in it oh no oh my god i was shocked but but relieved that i wasn't the only one who saw the girl yeah the family said ever since the house was cleansed everything had calmed down a lot i wish i could find more history on the house to find out why the spirit of a girl is there thanks for taking the time for reading my story you guys are the best Madison, oh that was God. creepy as fuck, man. Seriously, Madison, I loved it. Oh my Damn. God! Damn. I do. Um, if if I can if I can add, I do have one one quick story. Um, the Go saging. The do sa- it. The saging that happened. Um, so my uh, my friend Jill and I we used to live down downtown. Um, this old house was from 1848. Uh, uh, Semi detached, uh, beautiful red brick home, right by you know the big steps going up behind Select Convenience on Queen and Main. Yeah, so yeah. there. So, um, Jill's, uh, mother's side of the family, very Irish and, um, like she would visit her, her great aunt Margaret in Ireland. And so there were nights where she would wake up and she'd go to the washroom and could smell her aunt Margaret's kitchen oh in my the God. hallway. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, uh, Jillian's mother, Janice, lovely woman. She's probably the first person that I told these stories to that I just, I just told you guys that didn't make me feel insane. Right. Right. <laughs> And the way that she explained it, she said, Alicia, everyone has a window. Some windows yes. are closed. Yes. Yep. Drapes are drawn. No one sees anything. No one experiences anything. Then there's some people, you know what? The drapes are open. Windows mm-hmm. closed. So you might experience something, but you don't necessarily like chalk it up to anything. Sure. Yeah. Then half window open, drapes open, which there is some sort of encounters. There's um, experiences and, and some form of communication. At least. Sure. Sure. And then window wide open, drapes open, and it's full communication. Mm-hmm. And so I was telling Janice, she said, You're Is wit- Janice a medium? And does she do like readings? And she things is not. Like she, she said she, she says I she's know sensitive. Uh, okay. No, she doesn't. She doesn't do readings. No. Okay. But I know a woman in Hamilton named Janice. That's why I was wondering if it was. The it's same a very woman. medium type name. Yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> I feel like I feel if like your mother names you Janice, you're set. Yeah. You're set to go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, your window's wide open. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or it's gonna be. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, yeah, she said your your window is half open. But then um, after and then and Jill would always see this um, in her dreams. This man dressed in a full suit with a top hat on sitting at the, the foot of her bed mm. over and over mm-hmm. and over again. Dear God. So Janice came in, we blessed some oil and then did the cross above all of the doors and above our beds and everything stopped after that. Wow. Actually, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Wowie. 
Hamilton, man. Neat. I know. Haunted Hamilton. Haunted Hamilton, yeah. Neato. All right, well, well that was our hometown haunt That episode. was a lovely hometown haunt It was a good episode. one. Great stories. Yes. Great spooks. Thanks, Madison. I'm Thanks officially Alicia. a believer. No, thank you. You've <laughs> I know it took me to make you a believer, and I'm glad I can finally make you believe, Nick. I feel, though, like, I don't know. I I feel like I'm a a curtains-open type person. Right. So I'm Mm -hmm. like, maybe it's fear, but maybe it's just... A, a sense of me just feels like I know, like I know better or something. But then yeah. when things happen, I'm like, well, I'm not going to deny that. So yeah, that's, that's, that's how, that's how I feel. I am like, I feel mm-hmm. that yeah. I'm not going to disbel. I'm not, I don't disbelieve. I just, yeah. I don't go looking for things. You're also a very logical person. So exactly. you always try and find this is why it happened exactly. instead of jumping to conclusions. I think I'm right. window half open but drapes closed. Where like <laughs> things are trying to come out and I'm like, no fucking no, way. No, no, no fucking way. The wind, is, the the wind is rustling but nothing's That's coming right. in. That's yeah. right. <laughs> well, thank you again, guys. It was Thanks uh, it was so much for coming. pleasure. No, not a It problem. only took us three years to get here but we're so glad Finally, it was worth the wait. That's for sure. <laughs> well, that showbiz baby, right? Yeah. Am I right? Yeah, and say so Stay spooky, everybody. Goodbye. (laughs) If you like this episode of Paranormal, we need your help. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe to us on Apple. And if you listen to us on Spotify, go ahead and click the follow button. Even better, you can donate to us on Patreon, where you can access bonus content and members-only merch. To support your favorite spooky duo, go to patreon.com slash paranormalpod. And for show updates and giveaways, be sure to follow us on Instagram at ParanormalPod. And remember, stay stay spooky. spooky!